0: Hey, everybody. Grab your Bible and your pencil and a journal, maybe even a cup of coffee, and join in on the conversation. But first, I would like for you to write this down. Luke 22, verses 31 and 32. Simon, Simon, behold, Satan demanded to have you, that he might sift you like wheat. But I have prayed for you, that your faith may not fail. And when you have turned again, strengthen your brothers. Everyone,
1: welcome to Write This Down with Dot Bowen. My name is Kara. I am Dot's daughter, and every week we sit down together and we talk through truths and scripture. And we will get back to reading through the Bible together in a couple of weeks. But in this episode, we are talking about—I'm not gonna say it's an issue, but something, a topic that. Uh, was really heavy on my mom's heart this week, and it really just boils down to how God can use us in spite of our past, or in spite of what has happened to us, and God can redeem anything as long as we let Him, When we look at um, Peter's life and how Peter had denied Jesus and what God did with that. So I really enjoyed recording this episode personally, so I really hope that you enjoy this episode as well. So pull up a chair and listen in. Hey, Kara. Have you had a great week? I have had a very busy week. I was oh. out of town last week, as you know. Mm-hmm. Yes. It was a last minute, super last minute trip. I mean, I planned my flight 12 hours before I left. And, and you said it was the best day of was, life. It was. It was the best week. weekend of my life. So it was a lot mm-hmm. of fun. But um, yeah, so I got back and then... On Monday, and then Tuesday, I had a drive to Atlanta, and then we had a board meeting mm-hmm. for Cup of Joy Ministries, mm-hmm. which is your ministry that I we work for. Uh, that was on Wednesday, then drove back to Nashville after that on after that on Wednesday. You just went into a coma. Yeah, so I um, <laughs> like, I mean, I have not, I did not actually sleep well last night, which is interesting because I am really tired, but um, yeah. I mean, it was all good stuff, but it's just been a lot. It's been a lot. A
0: lot of stuff going yeah. on. Yeah. How about you? Well, I was at the board meeting, and yep, it went well. I didn't have the weekend of my life, but I had a good weekend, uh, and things were going well. But those verses that I was reading in Luke 22, verses 31 and 32, one morning I was praying, and this verse came into my mind. And it was just really kind of a little strange, because I normally don't pray and start talking uh, to Jesus and having this conversation with Jesus, that I start thinking about Satan wanting to sift us, sift me, or uh, like wheat, and really to attack me. I just don't think about that, and I just remember that when Jesus was about to die, and you know Peter said, "Oh, I'll never deny you, I'll never deny you," and and uh, Jesus said, "Peter, get over yourself." Well, he didn't actually say it like that, but he was just saying, "You don't think you'll deny me? You don't think that you're going to deny me?" Well, Peter, you're wrong. Yeah, wrong. You're gonna deny and me. take heed lest you fall, Peter. Mm-hmm. But I, I think you know we know that Peter denied Christ, and we know that Peter was prideful and thought that he couldn't, you know, do anything wrong. He was like a faithful disciple, one of you know, Jesus's, you know, close friends. And when uh, Jesus would pull a few of his disciples away to do, you know, to go pray, or even you know the uh, transfiguration, that you know. Peter all of her, those things. Yeah. Peter, Peter was, was right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know that we all know about Peter denying Christ. But I just thought this was so ironic that God began to put on my heart the other day when I was praying. And there's just a couple of things, and I, I want to talk to you about them, because I, I think it's really some things that we should really stop a little bit and Dig into it a little bit, and i I think it'll be hopeful to you and somebody else that's listening that maybe felt like their life uh, or their past, I should say, they regret and they've done things that they thought they would never do, and they feel like a failure. They feel like, how could anything come out of this that would be of any value? How could God use their past in any way for His glory and I just thought this was interesting because one of the things, I'm just gonna jump straight to it. Jesus knew that Peter was gonna deny him. hmm Peter didn't, right? But in those verses, Kara, he was saying, Satan has asked me to sift you. And Jesus oh, said, I'm praying for you. That for
1: Jesus' to, no, Satan Satan asked yeah. Jesus for Satan to Satan Deceptive. to sift him.
0: Not Jesus to sift him. Yeah. But Jesus allowed him. Right. That is really hard sometimes because we go through so many difficult times and we uh, fail. We have a lot of things that we have done in our past. I certainly have. And, you know, a lot of times I look back and think, God, how could you ever use mm-hmm. me? I mean, yeah, that's just, yeah, I have that same story. Mm-hmm. You know, you just feel like, you know, and, and I don't know. I think mean, for me, I look back and think, what was I thinking? You know, I, like, was I just you know, totally uh, out of my head, like, did I not realize, you know, really what some of the choices I was making that it would cause these kind of consequences. And, you know, I think when you get into temptation and stuff, you don't really think about what the consequences is going to be. You're just Mm -hmm. kind of, as James says, we're kind of carried away by our own lust. And I, I just found this very hopeful. I know, that it doesn't seem hopeful when we've had mistakes in our lives and where things are happening and or we are either choosing to just walk away from God and live our lives the way we want to live like I did for a period of time or things have just happened to us and you think we're immediately going, Satan, you're after us, you know. And, and, you know, Job, you know, we talked about Job and how, you know, God's brought up Job's name. And so Mm -hmm. I think in this verses, it says, Satan has asked or demanded permission to sift you. Mm -hmm. And he says, I'm giving it to him. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And he said, but I'm praying for you. And I think that's love and and grace and warning. Like Jesus was warning Peter, saying, Mm -hmm. Peter, you know, you think you're not going to deny me, but before tonight is over with, you're going to deny me three times. And, well, and it's also interesting that Jesus knew that Peter would,
1: quote unquote, fail. In other words, like mm-hmm. he denied him. But he says in, at the end of 32, but when you have turned, well, in my translation, when you have turned again, strengthen your brothers. Like in other words, I know that you are going to, quote unquote, fail, but I also know that you are going to turn back. Like I know that I'm going to restore and redeem and turn this around. And so when that happens... It's like that hope that you're saying. It's the hope behind Mm -hmm. the fail of like, yeah, you may fail, but turn and strengthen your brothers. You know, there's, I can use this, you know, that's not the end.
0: And if you put bookends here, Jesus says, Peter, you're going to deny me. I'm praying for you. And then the last part, it says, when you do fall, go and strengthen your brothers. Go into ministry. Mm -hmm. Go and use your mistakes and what I'm going to teach you through this difficult time that you did not think. I I, have thought about this so much. Jesus knew that Peter was so prideful that if he did not allow Satan to show Peter how weak he is, that Peter would not know he was so prideful prideful. People don't know it. They just think they've got it all together. They sometimes think they're just real religious, actually, too. You know, I'm such a great follower of Jesus. I could never, can you believe so-and-so has done that? I'd never do that. You never say never. And I think that, you know, we get caught into that. And then we fall, and we think, oh my gosh, like, I'm the worst, you know, Christian ever. Mm -hmm. And I'm not applauding sin. You know, I've never applauded Mm -hmm. sin. But I found such hope in this because after Peter denied Christ, there is no record, there's no writings that says that Peter ever walked away from God again. That after he denied him and he did come back and Jesus came back from the grave and asked for Peter and gave mm-hmm. Peter, Peter three times the opportunity to tell him that he loved him and he said, Used Peter after that. Peter never turned back. He was so amazing, you know, this grace. I think you can really see the
1: difference if you really look at the person of Peter throughout the Gospels. I think you can see that difference in his mm-hmm. his posture. I mean, I know he wrote his books after all of this, obviously, but, mm-hmm. but I think even in those books, like there's an air of humility in those books. And strength.
0: Yeah. Humility, but a lot of strength.
1: I have uh, written in my margin, right near the, these verses, mm-hmm. the first thing I have is, this sift is what prepares him. Mm-hmm. And, and in verse 33, Peter's like, no, Lord, I'm ready to go with you. And I wrote my in the margin, like Peter thinks that he's ready, but Jesus knows that he's not. Right. I don't know where I got that from, but I'm like,
0: that's that's a, good that's stuff. a word. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you know, I I think about that. I thought, you know, we we think about all these things that happen to us. And there's a lot of evil going around. And a lot of Christians are saying, you know, Satan is so in control and Satan is so powerful right now. And there's a lot of evil. And when we walk away from God and we do not follow him and we're going on our own way, I mean that is evil. That's certainly not something that God is not godly. But when I think about that, God is like, you know what? I know what you're going to be like after this. Right. That if you just let me, I'm praying for you, Peter, because I'm telling you, not only am I telling you you're going to be sifted and you are going to deny me, I'm going to tell you that I'm going to use you. hmm And I... So often when we make mistakes and we walk away from God, the last thing we think is God is going to use us or mm-hmm. God is going to use this past situation or this things that we regret so much that God is more interested in getting out whatever is in us. Mm-hmm. Like for Peter's pride. He knew that if Peter didn't deal with his pride, mm-hmm. it would be devastating mm-hmm. it, it would destroy him it would eat him alive yeah he would never be the man that God really had called to himself
1: yeah I mean I I mean you know my story and I'm not going to get into my whole mm-hmm. story but I definitely had a season many 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 years ago where I did walk away from the Lord and I made all sorts of sinful decisions mm-hmm. <laughs> and that is not the season I was going to talk about but what i kept thinking of when you're talking about that was there was another season where it wasn't a season of sin but i don't i think i might have talked a little bit on here it's been a long time if i have if just i was in an abusive relationship for a while and i remember when i was out of that and healing and walking through forgiveness mm-hmm. and all of that and that's where i'm like this this was a different season because there it wasn't there wasn't sin involved necessarily, you know, like I wasn't living in sin. Mm-hmm. But I wrestled for a couple years. I mean, maybe two or three years after the fact. I mean, even when I was, when God had, you know, healed and done a miracle mm-hmm. of just yeah, making me more whole after all of that. Mm-hmm. But really wrestling with like, why did you like I was so open-handed with that relationship? Like I knew that God wanted me to date this person, to be with this, like I knew it with, and I just, I didn't understand because I'm like, if you didn't want me to date him or be with it, like I wouldn't, I I wouldn't have. And I really wrestled with that. And also like, if I never know why on this earth, that was, you know, I I didn't Mm -hmm. need to know, but that was one thing that I wrestled with for a really long time. And I remember so distinctly, it was actually at the breathe retreat, I don't know what year, but I don't even know what you're talking. I don't even know if it had anything to do with what you're talking about, but I just remember God meeting me at that breathe retreat and giving me the answer. And he's saying, I led you to that and through that, because I knew that when I called you out, that you knew my voice. I mean, that whole, this, the John, is it 10 or 11 Mm. with the shepherd's voice? I just, he was like, I knew that you knew the shepherd's voice and when the shepherd called you out from you know the sheep and called you out from the wilderness yeah uh-huh. the sh- the being with the you know wolf in sheep's clothing he knew that I would go mm-hmm. and anyway it was just kind of like this I never questioned why I went had to go through that I mean I was like one of the most horrendous seasons of my life of going through everything with that but I never questioned it ever since then because mm-hmm. it was almost like an honor. Like well, you trusted me. Oh, and that was the other thing of Helm saying, I I want you to help others to recognize my voice. And and I don't know, you know, if I do that or not, mm-hmm. <laughs> just saying, cause I'm like, I don't mm-hmm. know how to te- help others, but, but just that whole, like being close to the shepherd and, you know, I knew that God knew that I would hear his voice and I would mm-hmm. walk, I would walk toward my shepherd and not, You know, stay where I was, like when it was time for him to call me out and for me to help others, you know. know. And, you know, I think
0: at one of the briefs retreat, you, I interviewed you and you've talked about that relationship and, and what was going on and what God had done. And today, they're not today, literally, but I will meet someone often and they'll say, Kara's story, Kara's talk, you know, when she shared her heart and she shared her life. Changed my life. I was too. Was in an abusive relationship or something like that, and Mm -hmm. how God, you know, redeemed her. But I think that that's one of the things. I'm not saying well, we need to go and live in sin because God's going to use it, right? But I, I think that that what we do get out of this is that there's hope. Mm -hmm. Like you don't have to just say, "Well, I messed up and I, you know, now I'm, you know, damaged goods or whatever." But mm-hmm. you can say, God, I have messed up. Mm-hmm. Peter did have to face the fact that he denied Christ. And mm-hmm. God gave him that opportunity. Peter, do you love me? He said, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He asked him mm-hmm. three times. So it was repentance. Right. It was a turning around. And it was just that mm-hmm. excitement mm-hmm. that Peter had when he found out Jesus was alive. I mean, Peter had forgotten I guess, that Jesus was going to come alive because he was out in the boat fishing, and here comes Jesus. He's on the beach, and Peter just comes running to him.
1: Yeah, like, I'm sure he was just so, like, distraught over it. I mean, I know that when I, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, this that season that I just spoke of was different. But yeah, when I was living in sin and trying to come out, I mean, I felt all that. that. I, re- I remember telling you, like, God can't do anything with mm-hmm. me now, you know, like, what, like, yeah, like no one's no man is gonna want me, the the kind of man that I would want. No, you know, like I mm-hmm. felt all of that. So I'm sure like when you're dealing with all of that shame, it, to me it makes total sense that Peter wasn't thinking about it because he I'm assuming he probably was so because that was kind of, you know, that was before Jesus had that moment on the beach with them that is recorded in John mm-hmm. 22, I think. But yeah, I'm sure that he was probably just not like focus on himself, but just I think shame can do that. Well, like, shame can, can do it,
0: and guilt can do it. And is yeah, when you are saying, I'll, "God, will never be able to use me. I am terrible. I am horrible." Yourself, you are thinking of yourself. I mean, right? You know, and people with shame usually tend to repeat the sin over and over again because it just kind of keeps them in bondage because they cannot accept God's forgiveness. And I think that when you really realize, and when Peter realized that Jesus came looking for him, and Jesus had forgiven him, and Jesus had given him an opportunity to confess his love to him again, then Peter, I mean, literally, you know, gave his life for Jesus. He was a whole different Mm -hmm. man. And and was uh, history says that he was crucified upside down because he didn't want to be crucified like Jesus. He didn't even feel Mm -hmm. worthy to be Mm -hmm. uh, crucified like Jesus. So, I mean, Peter got healed. Peter realized I can do anything, and and I think that that's the key. Is like we've got to get to the place that we got to understand that we are capable of anything at any time, and so we have to be. No sin
1: is above any of us. Any of us. I mean, everything. I think I did everything I said I would never do Mm -hmm. at that up until that point. In that when that season, I I was like, that's when I learned. Was like I will.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: never say so yeah, I never <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> because and, I'm like I yeah
0: and I think you know there is some of our lust I think there's some of our desires I think there's some of our circumstances that you know we've lived or some things that have happened to us sometimes has us going down a certain path mm-hmm. but with Peter and with Job and you've got to either say that God is sovereign or he's not Mm-hmm. And as a child of God, I think you have to come to the realization that you can't say yes. Satan is wanting to sift me because that's what Jesus said. Um, mm-hmm. You know, in Ephesians, Paul says, you know, be very careful. There's, you know, put your armor on. He talks about Satan, you know, wanting, like a lion, wanting to, you know, devour us. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is true that Satan wants to do that, but. We have to realize we're God's children, and nothing can come to us unless God permits it. And I think right. that that's the thing. It's like it doesn't say that sin is not sin. It doesn't say evil is not evil. I'm not saying that God is doing something evil to you or to me. God didn't want you to have that season. He didn't right. want me to have that season.
1: Right. But well, he didn't want. He didn't want. Evil to be in the world
0: to begin with, exactly created, yeah. Eve, don't take the fruit for the Uh, (laughs) life. But you know, it's one of those things. I just think to look at your past or look at what's happening, and it doesn't take away some of the scars and the wounds. I'm I'm not saying that, but what I I am saying is this: maybe there can be a new memory of it. Maybe there can be a new. Purpose or meaning that can be attached to your past, so that when mm-hmm. someone else comes along that God has placed in your life, you can share not every detail. I don't think you should right. share every no. detail. It causes the other person to sin because they're sitting there listening to all those details and they're thinking, oh, and then like, later. That's all. Only thing they can think about. You will because
1: then you focus on the sin and not on God
0: and uh, the redemption yeah. and the part of that. Right. Yes. So I don't think you should tell everything, but I do believe that God will put people in our lives. He has mine, and I know He has you, yours. Where mm-hmm. what you learned during that season, they needed to hear. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't know, Kara. It's just been a hard week. I've been sick. I sound like a frog. I've had, you know, sinus infection. I've got a lot of stuff going on. And, and I just, you know, I I found myself like, God, just protect our family, protect me, protect the ministry. You know, I was praying about all that. And it literally, that verse came in. It was like, Satan has asked to sift you. And, you know, I started saying, God, what is in me? That I need to know. I need to know, is there something that I'm not aware of that it needs to get out? I've prayed this, and when you're talking about just the memories,
1: God is—I cap- can say this with full assurance because He has done this for me—God is capable of being in your memories. I mean, mm-hmm. I have prayed for God, especially with—I mean, any season I've been through, actually, that— um, but take the memories. Let mm-hmm. me remember enough. Yeah. So that I don't forget what you have rescued me from. But I also because there are some memories that can put, really, into, put, mean, into, yeah, into despair. put me yeah, yes. in despair and shame and all oh, that. And so it's like, and God a hundred percent has answered mm-hmm. that where he so it's like, don't underestimate, you know, what God can do even in that, even with like with your memories or with mm-hmm. um association like you're saying like mm-hmm. you know because there's some things of like oh i don't think i'll ever be able to go
0: oh to that yeah place Twitter, again or, like your this, trigger points yeah and or a trigger yeah. or
1: whatever and, uh, and it will take time but yeah. anyway i just th- i just think all those little things like just asking god i mean it may seem like i don't know i mean i remember thinking like i don't know if god can like take my memories <laughs> but yeah. i just remember that i i felt desperate for him too because they were so I just it, I couldn't with the memories.
0: You know, um, I've never talked it, it
1: just they, I felt like they were I was drowning in them.
0: Absolutely. I understand that. Me too. You know, I've never talked to Paul, but when I think about Paul and what he allowed mm-hmm. for to the Christians and then to find out he's wrong. He was he was, you know, die hard very yeah, he faithful, he thought he was Pharisee. doing the right thing. He thought he was mm-hmm. doing the right thing. God says, "Well, you're passionate, but you're wrong."
1: And <laughs> you're and passionate about the wrong thing.
0: You're passionate about the wrong <laughs> thing. I like your passion. <laughs> let's don't take away your passion, but yeah. let's move it in another direction and a cause. You know, Paul was very passionate about the Lord, so he still had his passion. And then he was just going in the right direction. But I think about Paul that you know, one day when I'm in heaven, I don't know that we'll talk about this, but I. Just would love to know, did the memory of Stephen, was it hard to get it out of your mind? He was standing there and, you know, and he heard Stephen look up into heaven and say, forget them. And I, and I just think there's no way that Paul, if those memories haunted him to a degree that would paralyze him, there's no way Paul could have done what he did. You know, uh, as a yeah, follower, yeah, become of Jesus. the missionary that yes, he did, there's yeah, there's there's show way. So what you're saying is, I think he he did that for Paul. I think he took mm-hmm. a, gave Paul just enough memory because or
1: changed the memory. I mean, yeah. God, can, God, there are memories that I have, I still have, but God, I see God in them now, mm-hmm. and I had to pray for that because I remember being like, God, this if there's one, uh, if there was a memory that I just couldn't. Shake or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then I started praying. Okay, God, will you show me where you are in that? Because mm-hmm. I know that you're there, and it, it was dark, and I felt like I was crouched in a corner. But I know that there has to be light somewhere in this memory, and so and so I wonder that you know maybe mm-hmm. Paul, if he kept that, if he saw that memory of Stephen, maybe you know God redeemed that memory and to show like I forgave you, Paul. Like even though you were there at the feet mm-hmm. of, I mean, who yeah. knows? I answered uh, Stephen's
0: prayer. He said, yeah, Forgive yeah. them. Uh, I'm not, you know, they don't know what they're doing. Of course, Paul didn't know what he's doing. Yeah. But I, I think that Paul probably had just enough memory that did not send him down the spiral road of despair. Because Paul said, You know, I'm the worst of all sinners. And mm-hmm. I, you know, I killed the Christians and now I'm one of them. So he had just enough memory. Right. And I think you're right. I think that's a great point. Kara, great point. That's what I'm saying. This is a great point. So, is that I'm glad I'm not fired. That's right. But just <laughs> the, you, I'm not doing this podcast without you, so you're not fired. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, it's just like it's just like oh God, thank you that yeah you know I can make a mistake, you can forgive me, and I can have a life of meaning and purpose. I mean that's a, that's a beautiful thing.
1: Yeah. When I think the key of all of that is that you see it in Peter, you see it in Paul, mm-hmm. and everyone else in the Bible who made a mistake. David, I mean, Moses, yeah, everyone. Mm-hmm. Abraham made a mistake. Okay, anyway. They, they were back. Mistakes. Yeah, you don't have to go but through that uh, paraphrase yeah. patriots. But they, they didn't focus on the mistake. Mm-hmm. They focused on, on the grace. The, the change that yes. it turned around when they focused on the Lord. And they let mm. Jesus, they let God heal him them, whatever that meant, they let God deal with the consequent God, just let God be God, let Mm -hmm. God do it, let God heal, let God be in it, let God use it however he wants to use it or whatever. But that's when you see the turnaround, the change is when they, Mm -hmm. they don't focus on themselves or the mistake. That doesn't mean that you never think, I mean, that's not it, but it's like, you just, you take your eyes off of that and keep it on the Lord.
0: That's right. Because you go where your eyes are. You you always do. And so mm-hmm. I think, you know, you hear us all the time saying, just keep your eyes on Jesus. That's where you need to go. If you're driving mm-hmm. down the road, I, I think I've shared this before uh, Scott, my son and your brother, um, mm-hmm. was running on our street. And I kept I'm driving and I'm thinking oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking, I think that's Scott running. And the more I kept just, you know, looking at him. He had to jump off the road. And later he's like, Mom, you almost ran over me. And I said, well, son, I was trying to find out if that was you or not. He I said, well, you almost it, yeah. killed me. You killed me. And he has know, not funny. gotten over it. He, he needs to right. forgive me on that. And but I think like
1: we can end on the, the yeah. practical application of keeping your eyes on Jesus doesn't mean that you never think about, you know, it doesn't like, you don't have to shame yourself and thinking about your past,
0: Mm-mm. but
1: I think it's just letting him in that, you know, like it's that. Stepping into that. that step, you know, like being like, God, I can't, I have this memory, you know, like it's throughout the day. I mean, that's what I do. I mean, I don't know if that's like the answer, but that's what I have to do. It's like taking the moments throughout the day to like praying and being like, God, do, you know, take this memory or God, you know, heal this or do, I don't know, like just bringing him in instead of just like in my mind, like harping or overthinking or, you know, going over and over it in my head
0: mm-hmm.
1: or realizing if it's subconscious being like, God, take, I don't know, like, I don't, that's mm-hmm. just what I have to do. I don't, it may be different for, or just putting worship music on.
0: Right. Or, well, you know, for but, me, I, I think for me, I think about this, that just like Peter, and I'm a lot like Peter, you know, I'm so, oh, I'm never going to do that. And I, you know, do it before I get out to the parking lot. But but what I was thinking is that what I do is to say, God, I I know that I'm capable of anything. Hold on to me. You know, let me, you know, stay close to you because Lord knows, I wonder. I'm a stupid sheep, but but I think, what well, I I think for me, it's like it's just just a reminder of God loved me and saved me, even when He knew I was going to walk away from Him, and that's mm-hmm. why Peter. That's why that's that whole verse. Peter. He called Peter out of the fishing boat, but yes, you know, however many three years before mm-hmm. knowing. Yeah, That he would deny him. And hours before he did, he knew it. That's beautiful.
1: And think of the, and I know we need to like wrap up, but just ending on the, sometimes I think we hear like, oh yeah, Peter denied him. But I'm like, think about in the moment, I don't even know what it would be compared to, but you're like on death row and it's like some, your closest person, whether that's your mom Mm. or your husband or what, I don't know, like whoever that is. Sister, brother, whatever to get out, they have to say, "Oh, just do you know them?" Like I, the I can't imagine the pain that Jesus felt in that, and I I think that is something that I know for me as someone who grew up in church. Sometimes, Mm -hmm. like, oh yeah, Peter denied them. That's horrible, but it's like no, like really sit in that, and Mm -hmm. that feels like that is a very hurtful thing to be to someone that you love and have given everything to. Yeah, just to remember the negative. Uh Yeah, to look at you and say, I don't know you. Like, mm-hmm. that would be so hurtful. Mm-hmm. So anyway, not to like, you know, but I just think like in really realizing all of what Peter in that moment and what Jesus knew he was going to do, like he knew, mm-hmm. like that. That's, that's huge. It's encouraging to me, I guess, yeah, when I think of too. like exactly how much weight that, and what that actually probably felt as much, I mean, I can't fully know, but as much as I can, Think about what it would be like, you know, like for you even to look at mm-hmm. me if if it was in a situation and be like, I don't know her. I would be like, I mean, I don't even know how to, I wouldn't but even such rejection, that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And and yeah, and Jesus knowing ahead of time, being like, yeah, it doesn't matter.
0: I still choose you. I still love you. And, and that's still exactly gonna- what happened. It, it, mm-hmm. This was hours before he was going to go die for Peter, and Peter mm-hmm. couldn't even say, I know that man. I know him. Mm-hmm. That's why. That's just. You just got to say that. Jesus is
1: so I know I just feel like it makes me I'm like gosh Jesus is so great.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean it's as if if Jesus just so is god. nice yeah. of him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As if you know maybe Jesus might just be a loving god and a I kind know, it's god. Crazy. Yeah. It's a anyway. great thing to think about.
1: Thanks for listening. I'm so glad that you could be a part of our conversation. To continue the conversation, you can find dot on social media at dot Bowen or visit her website, .bowen.com. Subscribe, like, and share with your friends, and we will see you next week on Write This Down with Dot Bowen.